0: To dig into today's episode with you. My friends, welcome back to the podcast. Or if it's your first time here, welcome. Are you in store for a treat? I am so excited that you clicked on this episode. I am so pumped. Because today we have an incredibly special guest, Miss Catherine Persoglia of Property Before Prada. Yo, first of all, the name Property Before Prada got me. I was just like, "Yep, I agree with your girl." Catherine is a mortgage expert, and she is helping and inspiring women to be financially savvy. This woman bought a couple properties when she was 20, 19, 21 years old. She is the real deal when it comes to teaching women how to have financial freedom and how to understand why we need to be investing in property and how we can do it with no jargon, no bank talk, no making you feel like you don't understand. She is doing incredible work for young women who want to buy property, who want to be smart about their finances, and older women who maybe have been in crazy relationships where they were not touching money. They don't know what's going on. They've never paid a bill. And now they feel shame or guilt for not having this financial knowledge. And Catherine is a stand for all women. Reclaiming their power through finances. I cannot wait for you to listen to this amazing episode. And if you are listening to this before the fifth of March 2021, please get your ass a ticket to our incredible event where I am speaking International Women's Day. Catherine is hosting this incredible event for women to connect and celebrate one another. All the details are in the show notes. I cannot wait for you to listen to all of the bomb knowledge bombs that she drops in this episode. Without further ado, here is Catherine. Catherine, i am so freaking excited to welcome you to the podcast sister wow erica thank you so much for having me (laughs) i'm
1: so thrilled and i've been so excited about being on your podcast
0: thank you Uh, my cheeks are hurting we have just started recording but like we've been talking for a little while and my face hurts because this woman is a ball of love and light and energy, and I'm super pumped for today's conversation. Um, so to everyone who maybe doesn't know about property over Prada, can you tell them about you and, and the work that you amazingly do in the world?
1: Oh, thank you. Look, it's I I love the name Property before Prada because it really does represent me. I grew up always wanting to buy property. I can't tell you exactly why that is, but I had this love and passion for property. And I, when I was 19, I bought my first home. And by the time I was 21, I, I had moved on to my second property and I began this portfolio. And look, I didn't really know what I was doing at such a young age. I kind of Fumbled my way through it. And I was offered an opportunity to become a mortgage broker when I was 24 years old. And I kind of like, so left a field, it was not me at all. I think I failed maths, Erica, like it was so, you know, I didn't think that that's where I would head in life in finance. But it was so related to And I was like, I love it. And, you know, after being a mortgage broker now for nearly two decades, I'm that old.
0: Um, Please, you do not look like that at all. Everybody watching this, if you could see her, she's like 16. You look amazing. (laughs) can't believe that. 20 years.
1: Uh, yeah, nearly. Yeah, so next year, um, 20 years in business. So oh. it's been such an incredible journey and I got to the stage a few years ago when I really decided that I had a story to tell mm. and I knew that I could offer women, young women and older women, the support and guidance in terms of financial education and then I kind of looked back and went, well, I've been involved within a franchise for so many years, but the franchise model, although it is amazing and I love my franchisees, I wanted my brand to speak about me, you mm-hmm. know, and that was what it was about. What are my beliefs? What do I want to put out into the world? And I was always about, you know, investing and being financially independent and it's not about, you know, hating men and all that kind of thing. Like I'm happily married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about being secure as a woman and, and money and finances gives you that ability um, to not be stuck in a position where you can't move from. Mm. And, you know, that can, I can relate that to young women who think that, you know, it's out of their reach in terms of getting a home or I can relate that back to women that maybe have gone through 25 years, they've come out of a marriage Mm. and they're so financially illiterate and they don't know where to start. So I thought that I could do a deep dive and help women of, of all demographics just become a little bit more confident and independent. And for me, I've always bought property before Prada. Mm. And that to me is get get your priorities straight. Yes. And that's where that name came from. You can have Prada. I've got Prada, love it, love the brands, Erica. Like I'm not, you know, I'll, you know, keep away from designer goods, but I think there's a a a way in which you get them and a sequence. And I just wanted to put it out there to young women that, you know, instead of buying that $4,000 bag, pop that into a deposit. You can get your home, get yourself set up, and then buy all the freaking Gucci Prada <laughs> you like,
0: lady. <laughs> you're speaking my language. I am like, yes. It's such a great name because you're right. We, we just... You know, this happens a lot in America where I grew up, like these guys have these amazing cars that are tricked out with all the bass and the freaking wheels and all this shit. And then they're in some ghetto ass apartment. And I'm like, with your mom, like, why didn't you buy yourself a house and spend spending like 50 K on that car that you're parked in an apartment? Like, it just doesn't, you know, it's really crazy why we have these priorities and and we are investing in things that are not going to give us any return at all. So we look cool. For people who don't like us, that we don't like. I agree. But you know
1: what? We've also got the additional pressure these days of Instagram. Now, Erica, I did not have that. Lucky. Thank God I didn't have that. Because, you know, I was never about looking at what all the other girls were doing. I couldn't give a shit what anyone was doing. It was me And I was looking after my own business. I wasn't trying to impress by having a new outfit every time I popped up on Instagram or or having the latest anything. I I just cared about myself and getting myself into a state where I was financially, not financially free, but building a good little asset base for myself. Mm. And I feel that these days everyone's looking at what everyone else is doing and they're trying to keep up. Who gives a shit what other people are doing? When you've gone and spent 10 grand on bags and shoes and when you're 40 and you've got not much to your name, who cares what you did back then when you were 20 years old and that you got the latest Gucci bag? Like, get your priorities straight.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. And who taught you this? Because, like, buying a property at 19 and then 21, my husband did the same thing. He bought a property really young and we live there now and it's, like, the best thing that he ever did but how did, how did you learn? Like, how were your how was your upbringing? Or your parents? Did they teach you? Like, what made you want to be interested in this?
1: Yeah, it's so funny. So, mum and dad—they're not like I come from a very religious family. My dad was a minister. Um, grew up in a very strict household, um, which was absolutely fine. But mum and dad were very very hard workers. They had a insurance business that they'd run, and they were self employed. They they sold it twenty years ago. And mum and dad used to buy little properties and they used to renovate them and then move and they'd make some money and they kept on upgrading. And so from a really young age, I was surrounded by exactly that dad would go away on a little business trip for insurance to see his clients out in out of town and mum would get the paintbrushes out and us girls I've got a sister we would get in and we'll paint rooms and dad would come back to the shock of his life we just redone five rooms and (laughs) you know and it was exciting you know we had these little things as girls together that would do one room at a time and look they're my early memories Mm. and I saw the bits of wealth mum and dad created now that was not their focus. They were all about the, minist- you know, the ministry and the religion and so forth. So they weren't, you know, building wealth, you know, but I saw what they did on a small scale to supplement and, and I guess grow their wealth and I loved it. And that's when I became really obsessed with renovating and doing what they were doing because I just had this little passion for it. And my sister was amazing with interior design. So mm. it was just this thing that, you know, was kind of ingrained when we were, you know, quite young.
0: Wow. So both of you, so you're like, no wonder, because I see all your amazing photos on your IG. I'm like, oh my gosh, like all the decor and design. Does she, did you guys work together doing this or does she kind of go off and no, look, we no,
1: she doesn't help me um, do the interior design anymore, but it's something that we both share and, and our family is really into that renovating and interior design. Like we've all got our own style and yeah, it's just something I grew up with and I've really got a love and a passion for. It. And I'm, look, seriously, I'm no interior designer. It's more of that passion project. I, I love getting in, turning something really ugly into something
0: nice and it's a bit of fun bit of creativity. Yeah, it feels like it feels like not only this whole time that you've done this, it's like, you've done it for obviously wanting to build wealth, but also like, it feels like it's been fun and free and flowy and almost like it was chosen for you almost like this, you walked into this like, Oh, hey, yes, this is where I'm meant to be. And you've let yourself be guided and moved. And obviously, you listen to your intuition. Um, How did it feel going, I'm going to go build my own brand. I'm going to have the confidence to do my own thing uh, because now you're doing this. So how did you, how did you feel? I'm sure it was like scary, but how did you feel about that? Like, take us through that. You starting um, your brand and moving away from the franchise and kind of doing your own thing. Yeah. I'm excited.
1: You know, I knew that I could talk to women and I knew that I could help them and I've always been quite confident because I I know my stuff, Erica. It's yeah. I've been doing this for a long time. I've made so many mistakes along the way in terms of my own personal journey, and I've I know that I can help other people. It is not just women, but I do love to help women. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, I, when I I broke away into and rebranded my business. I was confident that it would resonate with others. Mm. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to share the fuck-ups. Yeah. I wanted to go, you know what, I'm (laughs) absolutely not perfect. And I run my masterclasses for 1st home buyers and I talk about my fuck-ups. I'm like, this is what I did wrong. Mm. Don't you do it. So with my business, I bring that personal element into, you know, being able to guide them financially. Yeah. It, you know, and I'm not a financial planner. I just stick to my own lane. I'm a mortgage broker. So yeah. my role is to make sure my clients have the best home loan, have the best loan structure, um, and I will guide them as to, you know, their borrowing capacity and what they can afford and mm-hmm. and how they can get equity and buy another property and that kind of fun stuff. Yes. And, <laughs> You're helping people create their dreams, whether it's their dream home, whether it's building wealth through buying more property, whatever it is, that's what I'm there to do. And along the way, I share my own story. I mean, I've bought and sold over 20 odd properties. Wow. You know, they haven't all been good experiences. <laughs> so there's a lot we can all learn from each other.
0: Yo, 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 my business ladies, where you at? You want to listen to this because I am super excited to share with you that after receiving hundreds of messages, DMs, emails, questions about my business and about how we built what we built in two and a half years, we have killed it in our business. It has been incredible. We have this massive vision. We've been able to enroll women from all over the world and be supporting and helping them to stand in their power, reclaim their voice, build businesses that impact so they can have the lifestyle they desire. And now you have an opportunity to work with me so that I can teach you how to do the same. Please go ahead and check out in the show notes, I've got an application for our upcoming mastermind, Scale Squad. Scale Squad is legit, where I am going to be business coaching an intimate group of women to show you everything that I did to build my business. You will get everything behind the scenes, the how, the when, the why, the how, the what, the mentorship, the... And let me just tell you that how I do one thing is how I do everything. I do not skim. I don't want to just tell you what I did. I want to show you how so that you can actually create it for yourself. I think that money in the hands of good women is going to change the fucking world. And so if you have been looking for some business mentoring and you love my style and you want to know how I did what I did, I want to teach you. I want to show you. Be sure to head over either to my Instagram or my website. And check out the business mentoring. Apply for this. It's not guaranteed everybody can get in, but I would love for you to apply. It's an incredible experience and the questions in there will have you moving and thinking about the kind of business, about the kind of vision that you have committed to creating. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited for this. It's some of the best work I get to do. Business mentoring is my jam. If you are ready to do some shit with me and build your vampire, then go on and apply. I love to um, I don't know if you follow like Grant and Alana Cordon but Grant Cardone always talks about like you know like assets and and buying things like homes and properties and not buying a gold chain or buying you know those Gucci shoes because like that is not an asset and it's like He says something assets before something. Um, And it's so powerful because you think like you don't know. And I think if you don't know and if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my God, how do I start? What do I do? I'm totally going to book a session with me me and my husband and book a session with you because we now want to buy another house. And me being from America and being in Australia and being like, I remember when I first got with my husband and he told me that he bought a house. A long time ago. And I'm like, really? Like, wow, like, how much was that? And then saying that you need $100,000 for a deposit, basically, you know, 10%. And I'm like, I remember saying to him, I've never I've never known anyone who saved $100,000. And now I totally have saved $100,000. And then some but I'm like, that's impossible. So what are the things that you get from women and going, there's no way I can do that. There's no way I can be her like you. I can't afford that. Like, what are the big kind of things that come up for women when you first work with them about, you know, buying their property and building their wealth?
1: Mm. It's interesting. The The biggest thing is they don't know where to start. Mm. And, you know, and they just, it's too much and it's overwhelming for them. Yeah. And once we break it down, and look, I do, you know, 45-minute Zoom sessions or in-person sessions with clients to to guide them and give them a plan of attack. And I also do those masterclasses especially just to help break it down so that they understand their plan of attack and what they need to do to achieve it. And quite often we'll get off the phone after a 45-minute phone call And my client will just say to me, oh, my goodness, I didn't think this is possible. And you've just told me it is. Wow. And I think it's about breaking things down into bite-sized pieces so that it's tick, tick, step one. Step two, don't overcomplicate things and don't overengineer it and make it sound so difficult because it's not. Mm -hmm. You just need a few steps set some targets and quite often I'll say to a client, this is what you need to save by this date to achieve this and we work back. It's not difficult. You just need someone to hold your hand, yeah. guide you and put in a simple plan. And I'm that. this is what I love about what I do is because I break it down and I make it so that it's achievable mm-hmm. and if it's not, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You're going to say that's you you can't do this, but this is what we can do. No bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I'm not into that. It's just like it is what it is. Let's deal with it.
0: Yes, that's what we need. We need a whole like, hey, let's be real with where the situation at hand. Because, you know, and I know that you talk about like no bank jargon, but so many times, you know, a lot of us go to a bank because we think You know, the bank is going to help us or we go to the loan people. And there's so many choices and things that we have. And it's like, what the hell do we do? So um, I know that you do masterclasses. What else? Like, do you offer resources when someone's like, like someone who's listening is like, I want to buy a house. I want to do this. Where the hell do I start?
1: Mm -hmm. The starting point is always to understand the numbers and I always go back to that there's no use going out and looking for a property whether it's for your owner occupier or an investment unless you understand the numbers and the numbers are how much can I borrow, what is my maximum purchase price, how much savings do I need and what are my monthly repayments. They're the key indicators and within 45 minutes I can tell, and that's a, a, a lo- that's a that's a lovely discussion where I go through a range of questions and really do a deep dive into people's, um, I guess, their goals and objectives. And yeah. I can tell a client exactly those things once you've got that basic information. That then can form your plan, and then you can go out and really confidently start searching for property, knowing exactly where you stand. But quite often I'll have clients that come to me and they've been searching for six months. Then they'll come to me and we have a come to Jesus together because they're looking in the wrong price bracket. Yeah, <laughs> They can't afford that. They should have come to me in the beginning. Yeah, And now we've got to go, no, this is your price bracket. So again, the numbers are the first thing you've got to start on before you get swept up in the moment and find that property only for me to tell you that I don't think that's possible for you right now. Yeah.
0: And then what do we do? Like we sacrifice so many things to try to make it work and and it's just too much. The property here, what are you seeing with property? Like obviously it's going up Uh, And does it feel like it's getting harder and harder for people to get something? Because I remember we were looking around, we live near the beach and me and my husband were laughing because there's a house that's like a million dollars and it it needs like a million dollars in renovations. And we're just like, who is going to buy that? Like, what's happening with property right now? Obviously, with COVID and everything that's going on, what are you seeing?
1: Oh, it's a hot market at the moment. And look, especially you know depending on s- different suburbs you know have different things happening but what you've got during covid was everyone that wanted to buy last year couldn't because they you know weren't open for in- for inspections so you've got all that built up lot of people that couldn't buy then you've got everyone else that is now ready to buy so you've got like double the amount of people searching for property no. and you've got Hardly any stock on the market, and what that does is is really pushes the prices up to a premium. When you've got not much stock, and you've got you know double the amount of people wanting to buy in, and not everyone did badly out of COVID. Yeah, you know, people were able to rein it in and save some coin, so mm. their deposits have significantly increased. You've got the government grants now that are really, you know, helping not only first home buyers, but in Victoria, we've got reduced stamp duty, 25% discount until the middle of the year. So Mm. there's all these different things that the government has done, plus you've got cashed up buyers which have, you know, a a substantial deposit. So people are spending more now on the property and maybe last year their budget was a $600,000 property but this year it's $700,000 because they've been able to save up more money. Mm. So it, it, it is crazy. We are absolutely flat out. Um, you know, we've got clients that are wanting to go to auction and they're missing out because properties are selling prior.
0: Yeah. Big heated market. And it's so crazy too because it's it's so the the – the vibe of this year this 2021 vibe is like well it's not 2020 and covid's not like full in effect but it's still this like oscillating like you know we're taking two steps forwards and going oh shit are we going to be back in lockdown or what's going to happen it's kind of like this everybody's on edge so i can really imagine that at auction or or home buying is like very reactive almost like okay let's do this let's work it out let's make it happen wow that's crazy how this has changed everything but you're busy which is good
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, still working to one o'clock most nights at the moment because, you know, it, it's about delivering a certain service. Yeah. And yeah. literally, some nights I can't sleep unless I know that I've done certain things that I promised that I was going to do for a client. So, you know, I've got a great team around me now. We've got. Two new brokers that started with Property Before Prada this year. Um, We've got a great support team. And that's something that, again, hiring during COVID was, was awful. And now I've been really able to establish a
0: really good core group of women that together we can support each other. Mm. how do you find it right so now getting a team together keeping everyone together during COVID and keeping that kind of confidence with them do you guys do because I can imagine it's hard right because they have their own thing and what's going on and will this happen and will this close down how has it been for you particularly as a business owner to like manage your vision and your dreams and expanding but also having like the real life stuff with COVID and a team
1: yeah it is a constant juggle Erica like it's business owners like we don't stop. Yeah. You know, it whether it's training, whether it's marketing your business, whether it's planning events, you know, there's always something going on. Um I'm mentor to both of my brokers. We're setting up a uh, an office in Albury um, next month, so and that's been you know fun to plan, and I'm I'm so excited about that. I've got a great broker who's a local girl who, um, has been broking for quite a few years, and and you know we're we're making that happen. And then, um, you know, there's always something going on,
0: yeah.
1: And obviously, you know, putting our business out into the market, and and um, generating leads and things like that there's there, there's constantly something happening plus I'm also writing loans and, and helping my own clients yeah. in properties and things like that so it's it's this big circle you know um, we did a business planning session at the beginning of the year and I really feel that when you've got a team you need to be on the same page mm-hmm. and we had everyone dialing in so we had Um, a couple of the brokers that joined on-site, we had everyone else dial in. It's key to have your staff on the same page as you. I'm certainly not one that keeps my cards close to my chest. Mm -hmm. I share as much as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. I want to build up these brokers who work within property before Prada to I want to build them up so that they're confident, so they've got the knowledge, they've got the backing. I don't keep secrets. Yeah. Um, I want to make sure that they are doing the best that they can for their clients and they've got the best tools so that they can carry out their job. And I feel like, you know, I I love um, how these brokers, um, so there's we've got Nancy and Jess is coming on board, Just their attention to detail. I need to back them. Without my support, I'm letting them down. It's my responsibility. I've got very big responsibility to make sure that I'm supporting them in the best way possible so that they can succeed.
0: Yeah, and they're lucky because you got 20 years, even though you look like Elle McPherson and you totally don't look like you've been in the industry that long. They're so lucky because you went through all of this. You know how amazing to work with you and the energy that you have and the vision that you're building and the fact that you have another office coming. Congratulations. <laughs> That's fucking exciting, like expanding during this this COVID time. And this is true. Like some people are expanding, some are contracting and we got to trust the process. Um, You're also a wife yes and a mama mm-hmm. oh my god so <laughs> see we don't play she has building her vampire everybody so tell me how are you See, oh my gosh okay so tell me about your babies or your baby and how you're teaching them or how you weave this they're getting to see you you're modeling it but like are you teaching them about money all of that jazz oh my gosh
1: Yeah. So
0: um,
1: I've been married for uh, just over 10 years now. And um,
0: we have two boys, um, Luciano and Raphael. God, Luciano was going to be the name. I was going to name my child with my first husband. He passed away, but that was our idea. Oh, my God. That's so weird. I've never heard anybody have that name. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Two boys. Okay. Sorry. Tell me. and look
1: they are beautiful so Luciano is 10 he just turned 10 yeah. and um yeah we had that shotgun wedding <laughs> you're
0: like Woo-hoo, yes yeah, I was like uh eight months pregnant um <laughs> anyway so sharing too much now no girl we love it I know your parents are like mm, I'm like it's happening before wedlock don't worry <laughs> Oh my goodness! I can't believe when I told
1: my mom and dad I'm pregnant. I'm like, and we weren't married. It's like, oh, anyway, that's another story. Um, so, and little Raphael, he is eight years old, and they are in year two and four. They know me as a working mom. They know me as the mum boss. Um, they and even and even my husband, he's very very supportive. Yeah, and that's the key. Like. If I didn't have the support from Stephen, I would be up shit creek because I would not be able to do what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I don't work standard hours. I've got a husband that does pickups and drop offs more than I do.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So without that support, I literally could not be serving my clients the way that I do. And mm-hmm. I would not be able to grow my business in the way that I do. Now, my children, they they love property before, and Rafi calls it property before prouder because he couldn't say it. Property before prouder, they love it. Um, we're teaching them about money every day. It's wow. not an obsession, but it is trying to give them some life skills mm-hmm. about investing and not wasting money. On certain things but it is quite difficult because you know they basically grow up with everything you, yeah. Know? Yeah. you know what they want you know and it's that balance about pulling it back mm. and setting those boundaries that no you're not getting that you haven't done your jobs mm. you're not getting your pocket money and yeah. it's being really and and i i i'm pretty tough and so is my husband about you've got to work for your money i did I yeah. worked two jobs. My husband, he worked two jobs. We never got a handout from our parents, Erica. This is, we've worked really hard. Nothing has been given to us. And the thing that we don't want to happen with our children is we give them everything and then basically they turn out the opposite to us. You know, they're lazy little so and sos that can't getting get <laughs> <a parent>. anything. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Hell yeah, girl. A million percent. I'm over here like I'm American. I grew up so messed up. And I'm like, I don't want my kids to be on welfare and food stamps and be abused. But I also am so fearful that they're going to be these like privileged Australian children that don't know anything bad. And they have everything they want. Same thing. It's such a balance uh, for, for parents to really... Ooh, and it's good that you guys are strict and you're giving them, do you give them like real money? Because my kid thinks that the phone pays for everything. Like just hold the phone next to the register and it's automatically But You got the money, mom, just show her your phone. I'm like, oh my God. I know. and um- Look, it is hard. I mean, they've
1: got little smart watch things where we can add their pocket money to and they can really um, follow and track what they earn. We we do have the occasional, you know, 10 bucks lying around. Actually, Rafi found 100 bucks today and he said he's going to the tuck shop. And I'm like, mate, you're not taking 100 bucks to the tuck shop. And I'm like, where did you
0: even get that from? Like, so money is scarce in our house. Yeah, it's scarce in 2021. Like, places aren't accepting dollars. And I'm like, What's going to happen? I've got heaps of money in my purse that just hangs out there, and I'm like, what are we going to do with this stuff that we used to use?
1: <laughs> oh, it's funny, but, you know, you've, we try and instill the value yeah. and of money and working for it. Mm. And I think if we don't do that now, we will have problems later on. We've spoken to them about getting their first job and yeah. how mummy and daddy, how we started Out, you know, with our jobs at 14 years old and nine months, both of us were crazy. Like, bang, straight into it. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that we're instilling. We're we're prepping our kids that the moment they turn 14 and nine months they getting a job
0: <laughs> go, to work. I can. go to work at uh, what is it it's like the burger king hungry jacks get your booty that's my first job i had two jobs as well at 14 years old um and i think it's it's so funny because what you do you can then give it to your kids and this is what we talk about a lot on the podcast like you can't tell your child to be confident you can't tell your child to save their money we need to be modeling and show them with our lives and it's so awesome because your boys are going to be so incredible with money. They're going to understand so much. They're going to understand what a powerful, independent, amazing woman that's also a loving mother and a, a husband, a dad who is supportive. Like, it sounds like our home. And we have two boys as well. They're two years apart as well, which is hilarious. Um, I'm like, I'm not making Play-Doh, honey. Mommy is doing a, I'm making business over here. And daddy's going to pick you up. <laughs> but like you know, it helps you balance. Like Hamish helps so much. But then also I've got your back, but the business is busy and there's so much exciting stuff going on. And you guys are running events as well. Tell me about that. Like there's, you guys have so much happening. It's so exciting. Yeah,
1: I love events. For me, you know, events have always been a big thing for me, even personally. Um, I've loved, I love having people over. I, I just love being around people. And one of the strategies when I did my rebrand was to create meaningful events. I'm not talking about a long lunch with girls. I'm talking about a meaningful event where women can walk away and they've actually got something out of it. Mm. So I run a range of different events from really small, intimate boardroom, property and pokey lunches. Yeah, like just. Not, not nothing fancy. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't have to be fancy. It's just gonna be with purpose and and really engaging and and especially those small events. They are more about connection. Yeah. Um, and really doing some deep dive. It's it's you know they they're very intimate and we have some really good conversations and that's what those small events are about with with like minded women in business yeah um and then we've got um our masterclasses obviously which is really about teaching and education mm-hmm. right through to I'm, i am i re- am releasing another masterclass later this year and that's in collaboration with a few other businesses that are in property legal um financial planning and mm-hmm. they are targeted towards helping women that have gone through the past 20-odd years, they've they've maybe had a marriage breakdown and they need to rebuild. They are financially illiterate mm-hmm. and to helping those women to go, okay, this is how you pay your bills. This is how we're going to get your superannuation together. This is how we're going to get you back on your feet financially because there's a lot of women mm.
0: that have not, their husbands or their partners
1: have controlled
0: everything. I know. What is the deal with that? I see that so much with the older, like, the 50s, the 60s. You know, whole, if, what is the deal? Like, do you think it's just the old 50s vibe that happened? And now, you know, I think my mother-in-law doesn't even know the password or how to pay. Like, if my father-in-law is gone, like, she, we're all screwed because we don't know. What? What, what is, like it's so sad. What is that? What has happened there? And and what do we think now, like we can do now for our mothers or our, you know, cause it's really our mother's age, right? Am I right? Or is it a little bit younger? Absolutely. So
1: what I'm finding is women, especially over the age of 50 yeah. that have given up their career, they've raised their children mm-hmm. and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that, but they've taken, I guess, the foot off the pedal in terms of that they're bringing in income to the family. So the partner or the husband has probably controlled the finances um, and the income. Now the kids have all grown up. They're now off married. What I'm finding is a lot of those marriages have, have broken down after that time. And you've got the wife that's now divorced might have the family home and a bit of super, but really doesn't know how to invest, what to do with money. And like you've said before, they don't have the passwords to internet banking. They've not paid the bills. They've not had that control because their husbands have. So there's a lot of opportunity there to really help and educate those Women, because I had one particular lady call me and, and she said that she was embarrassed to call yep. me. Mm. Like, that's sad. Yeah, You know, no one should be embarrassed. You know, I feel like the past was your past. Own it, acknowledge it and go, you know what? Today's a new day and this is I'm starting from today. Mm. We all have some horrible things that we've gone through in life. And now this is the future and how are you going to react now? How are you going to make those changes in your mind and go, this is, I'm doing it for me now? So, yeah, I'm really passionate about helping those women not make those same mistakes and you're not going to, but you've got to kind of have your tribe around you. And and I've got some really great professional women that, you know, like the financial planner, like the lawyers and and a great team that are there to support women.
0: This is a game changer. I'm just like, oh, my God, we could talk about this for another five hours. Like this is so huge because you think about it, the more you're talking about it, I'm like, oh my God, it's a huge problem. Um, and it's probably a demographic that, you know, we're so young and like hip and like, yeah, we're on Instagram and Clubhouse and y- YouTube and all these things. And that generation is really kind of not there. And so those of us that are 20 to 40, you know, are really kind of in that gauge and we may forget about our mothers or our grandmothers, our young grandmothers that may be in these horrible situations where the partner passes away or they get a breakup or divorce or they become handicapped and then this woman has to look after everything. So this is humongous. If you're listening and you have a mother or a grandmother or an auntie who fits this vibe, please, please contact Catherine and get, just get connected because just you having a, a a respectable team that you've vetted already and said, "Hey, these women are going to support you," because it sounds like you're not only helping them understand, but you're also creating a safe space. Because that is that shame and the guilt and the that embarrassment. You said, "Like, we needs to be safe,"
1: and that's it. It's you know going through life, and they look at it and go, "Well, you know, I'm 50 or I'm 55 or 60, and you know, I've lost so much, mm. and there's no confidence there, Erica. That that's just." not non-existent you know and to think that a woman of that age that has you know raised the children she's provided a good life for the family she's done everything that she can to feel like that it is really really sad Mm -hmm. um so yeah and 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 you're right it's just you know being able to surround them and prop them up And once they've got that confidence back, they can do so much more.
0: I love you. I think it's so powerful what you're doing. It's amazing. Um oh my gosh. That's I can think of so many women. I'm like, oh my God, you need to call Catherine. Long distance American clients who literally have lived lives like this. This is this is crazy and so important. Thank you for the work that you're doing. I freaking acknowledge you because I just feel so much better just talking to you about things that I probably would have never wanted to ask someone because I would feel dumb or like, I don't know enough about that. And so I think that that's one of the most impactful things is through the education and through the platform that you've built and how safe and and welcoming, you know, even just watching your stories on Instagram, like, oh, I can speak to her, you know, like, sometimes you feel overwhelmed speaking to someone in a suit and tie and like, very like, let me shake your hand. And it's like, oh, I don't know if I have what it takes. Like, it feels like you're talking to a car salesman sometimes you know and you instantly have your guard up and I can hear with you and your team it's like hey let's have a normal chat let's swear let's hang out you know let's vibe do your do you have master classes that people can watch or check out or is it something that you do them live or do you do zooms as well
1: yes the master classes I've only ever done them live um Something definitely I'll look at doing online so it's a little bit more accessible for people, especially, you know, interstate and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Definitely on the radar. Um, but in terms of speaking to, you know, people one-on-one, I, I you know, do five or six appointments a day and yeah. that's just like a Zoom or a phone call, whatever works for, for a client where we can just have that initial discussion and go, okay, what can we do? What's your plan of attack? And can I help you now? Or is it something that will put together a plan for you?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I feel like it's just picking up the phone or, or connecting just to make that first step
0: mm. because that
1: can make all the difference. Mm. And just hearing someone say, you can do this. Yeah. That's, you know, that's probably a really big thing for a lot of women that just don't believe they can. Mm. And just going, you know what, I've got your back. It's not going to happen in the next three months or the next six months maybe, but this is a plan for 12 months. And if yeah. you can work with me for 12 months and I'll guide you, this is what your, you know, your end result is going to be. Mm. So, you know, I feel like um, there's a lot of opportunity out there and, and if, if you know, that embarrassment, you've just got to get over that embarrassment because there shouldn't be anything yeah. to be embarrassed about really. I've seen it all and all I'm there to do is to help seriously.
0: Yeah, and you can share like like you said like your mistakes and I think that that's the beautiful thing about you is and that's why same with my brand like I'll talk about all the messed up stuff and then people feel safe and when they feel safe they can share openly with you and you've really created that you know that 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 vibe with your business and that vibe with your platform so that in that container people can open up and share. What do you what do you feel like why do you feel like women avoid talking about money or getting their money sorted? Is it, is it the shame? Do you feel, is it that like, what do you think it is? Cause you see so much of this.
1: Yeah. I think for young people, I think they, you know, they're very intimidated. They just don't know where to start. You know, it's a matter of, you know, I, I, I think it's out of my reach or they might think, well, no, no, I'm going to wait and I'm going to do that when I get married, what? right? So there's a lot of that with young people to go, I'll wait till I'm with someone or find someone. Or they put their, um, I guess they they put all their eggs into, you know, they rely on the the man to, yeah. you know, do something with them or whatever. So I feel that women don't think it's necessary, Mm. For them to start putting together a financial plan for themselves in their young twenties.
0: Mm, that's, that's a good point. 20, girl.
1: Yeah. yeah. And and that's that is a that's a pretty big problem. I've helped clients that have been with in a relationship for 10 years, it's all dissolved and they've walked away with nothing. Whereas, you know, if they were financially savvy, they could have at least done something for themselves. Mm. So that if you do break up when and things do go wrong, at least you, you've started to create um, some financial assets and backing for yourself. So I find that there's that demographic, and then there is on the other side of things, there's that shame of going through life and breaking up, and mm. and you know having to start all over again, mm. and not being confident to talk about it, and thinking it's impossible to change at a at a later
0: age. Ugh. There's so much around your self-worth, your self-love, the way you think about yourself, who you think you are, like all of the work that like I love doing is so wrapped into this because who you're being is going to determine what you allow and what you don't allow and the things that you attract. And I remember having a client who was literally fighting for this house that she wanted so badly so her mom and dad could be proud of her and society could give her the tick of approval. And she was literally stressing herself and her partner out and they couldn't afford it. And I'm like, you're killing yourself for this home that you want. When you get in there, you and your partner who are about to get married are going to be miserable as hell. You're going to raise babies that are like, it's so crazy. It's like we're forcefully trying to create this. I'm going to say American dream, but we're in Australia. This this dream in every country that we're supposed to own a home and have babies and buy a house and go to nice schools and all this shit. It's so crazy.
1: You know, living beyond your means is something that, I've seen a lot of people do, and that does not bring happiness. Mm. That brings stress. It brings anxiety. And, again, it's going back to not looking at what everyone else is doing. You know, I just concentrate on yourself and your own family. That's number one. Don't keep up with everyone else because you never know. You know, you're trying to maintain some image and and be like them, but you don't know what dramas they're going through behind closed doors. Instagram shows you the the amazing pics. It's just that's not real life.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: it's, it's not a grid full of amazing, happy pics. There's a lot of shit that's going on in the background that people don't see. You know, I, I do love property. Um, we invest in shares as well. So I'm certainly not just property focused. We've done really well out of shares. I just think women need to get themselves educated, whether they buy property or whether they buy shares. It's about investing and creating some assets, mm-hmm. tangible assets that grow in value for yourself so that you are financially independent. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're not relying on anyone.
0: That's yeah. it. Yeah. And then that overflow, if you got the money, you can buy the Prada shoes then. Okay. <laughs> With the overflow. Um, I love this conversation. It's so important as well in this atmosphere that we're in because of COVID. And you saw so many businesses go down. You saw so many people struggle because it shows, you know, if if you can't do four months, you don't have savings for four months in your business or in your life, and you really struggled in COVID, it is showing you. Like, we are living beyond our means. There's so many people shutting down. And and then you look at the cars and you look at the bags and that shit can't help you. So I love, love, love what you're talking about. What's the next? What's the future vision for Property Before Prada, what's what's coming up in the mix? And you have an event as well that we need to talk about. Whoop, whoop. Um, oh, look, heaps. I, I think big.
1: Yeah. You know, I do think big. I think my only restriction is, um, you know, not enough time and, and I need additional help to, you know, <laughs> put into practice all these things that I want to do. So definitely the podcast will come out at some stage um, when I talk all things money and, and buying property and, and how to do it. Um, obviously, you know, those events, I, I'm, I'm passionate about those events, um, releasing of new masterclasses. Um, the next big thing, obviously, that we're doing uh, next month is International Women's Day. Um, fabulous event. You know, talk, we're talking about creating vibes and getting your girl gang around you that are supporting you and that's what this event is about in particular. Um, so I'm excited. I did a big one last year which was just fantastic and with you involved <laughs> this year, I know it is going to go bananas and, it, you know, and and it's exciting, you know, and, and I want... Women to come along and, again, just walk out feeling uplifted, feeling like they've made some great connections, they've learned something, you mm. know, engagement and some real conversations, um, you know, not just your surface level but really, you know, I've got a lot of wonderful women coming along. Um, so I'm totally excited about that. Um and then, you know, opening up the and office in Aubrey, um which is great. So there's a lot of plans that I've got and yep. some things that I couldn't do last year. But you know what? Park it and do it this year.
0: Yes, 2021 is the year where it all is going to happen, girl. Oh my gosh. Okay, so people are going to want to find you. I'm going to book a session with you with my husband cuz we're talking property. How can people find you? Where can they go? Tell us all the things and we're going to pop it in the show notes as well if you're listening. But yeah, let us know.
1: Yeah, awesome. Okay, so definitely Instagram. I... Try and update that every few days with um, any education or any information about the business. So definitely there if you want to get to know more about me and how we can help you. We've also got the website, which is propertybeforeprada.com. And, again, you'll get a lot of educational information and all of our contact details are on there. Um, And I love just connecting via zoom phone call, all my mobile um, email details are online and also on Instagram property before Prada. So it's really simple to connect.
0: Yes, Catherine, thank you so much for the amazing work. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for all the amazing women that get to work with you. Um, and just please know that you are doing such amazing work for the world. We need more women like you. We need more of our mothers and grandmothers and young women to connect with someone like you. Look up to you. Like, forget about the Kardashians. You need to be following Miss Catherine because what you're teaching is going to change the world and it's going to change the world for our children. So, I acknowledge you and I thank you so much. I can't wait to see you for lunch tomorrow and do our event together. Woo-woo. Thank you
1: for having me. You
0: know what? We can talk all day um, and we'll reconvene tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You're going to miss the convo. It's going to be great. We're actually going to get to hang out in person, which is so good. <laughs> Thank you, my love. You are the best. My love, before you go, I really want to share this incredible opportunity with you because if you're loving this podcast, then you will most likely love working with me for the next 12 months in the sisterhood. It's my year-long coaching experience and I have really good news because we have shifted and changed the pricing There is a new offer for 2021 because I know how many people struggled in 2020 financially, and I also know how much shit came up for us that we all need to be working on. So year-long coaching program, The Sisterhood with me. You can join in person if you live in Melbourne or you want to fly to Melbourne six times a year, or you can join online where I coach live for the 12 months. You have me as your coach You can hit me with any problems or questions you have. We coach live for two hours a month. It is next level shit. The community is incredible. If you want to learn more, head to my website, thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash sisterhood, S-I-S-T-A, sisterhood. I can't wait to welcome you. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to leave me a review, I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.